0: over a minute and a half to go there's Kelly over hundred yards and into the end zone Tennessee's within one get back to make you run
1: around again a fire washer beat you you hey guys and welcome to another episode of draft daily today i'm going to be joined by Ryan Lopes uh he writes over for the raiders beat i'm so excited to talk both with Ryan and about the prospect John Kelly today. Ryan, how are we doing?
0: Doing great, Brian. I again really, really appreciate you reaching out. You reached out, you know, like I said, a couple couple months ago at this point, probably. And uh right, right when you reached out again, extremely humbled, uh, very anxious to get going on this stuff, man. But I immediately had John Kelly circled. You know what I mean? That was the guy that I that I definitely wanted to talk about. So stoked.
1: Yeah, man. I'm so excited to break down this guy. This is this is one of my first draft crushes of the year. I watched this guy and I, I just I feel like I'm yelling at my computer the whole time, just <laughs> excited, like, oh! Like just, <laughs> yes, just, just getting hype. So, so let's start off, man. What's your favorite thing about Kelly's game?
0: Man, there's, there's definitely a lot to like, but I mean, um, whether it's hands or balance, but for me, man, it's just, um, it, it's, it probably sounds cliche to talk about it, man, but it's just his, it's his aggression. It's his mentality. It's his physicality when he's out there, man, this, this dude outside of someone like Darius Geist, I, I don't know if there's a more physical runner in this class and uh and that goes a long way i'm sure we'll talk about it a lot more here in a little bit but people kind of come back to his size and stuff like that this dude doesn't run like he's five nine two hundred something or whatever it is this this dude runs like a mammoth you know he, he he is a monster out there man so for me the trait that stands out you know above all else is definitely his physicality
1: yeah i mean he's a tone center to follow up on exactly your point right. he, he's what 59205 so people we'll get into the uh the three down back stuff in a little <laughs> bit but he broke one tackle every four touches. To give you a comparison, last year, Kareem Hunt and Kamara were the two best guys in the rookie class, and they broke one tackle every three touches. So he's really not that far off at of that pace. As a tone center, the thing I love about him is, you know, he's a chirper, man. Like, he, he's a football player. He's out there. He'll, hell, let yeah. you, he'll run through you. He'll let you hell know yeah. about it. His stiff arm. Is something else, man. like he he sends dudes into like the next galaxy. like
0: absolutely well, that's the that's the thing that when as I was watching man, and it feels like, I mean, to your point, man, it feels like almost every other play this dude has his hands in some defender's face. Um, and, and to me, that kind of like, you know, he's, I'm not say he's, he's a direct you know, direct comparison isn't Marshawn Lynch, but but this dude is in someone's face with his hands. And to your point, man, as soon as he kind of pushes the defender over, man, he's going to find you on the sideline, you know what I mean, and, and definitely let you know about it. The game against Florida,
1: he, yeah. I think, had a four amazing stiff arms, and the one was on the DB who was running to the left, and he threw the DB so far, it looked like the DB went on a <laughs> slip and slide. And he proceeded to score a touchdown like a play later and just started to do the gator chomp
0: to everybody oh, yeah. in the crowd like he's going to get his team fired up and that's the thing man stuff like that i mean uh, offense defense like your team feeds off of feeds off of stuff like that absolutely yeah he's a game changer like he's gonna whenever
1: team he goes to he's gonna have guys fired up and ready to play football and i love that aspect of
0: his game how do you feel about his receiving ability so again that that's something uh from a from a fantasy football perspective and from a real life football perspective that's that that's kind of what stood out to me as well. I mean, if we're talking about the physicality, the balance, and then for me, it comes back to his hands. I want to say through 11 games uh, in, in in 2017 here uh, had 37 receptions. That that might speak more to the Tennessee offense in general. They just they just didn't have very many weapons. But when they did go to John Kelly out of the backfield as a receiving option, to me, man. I kept writing down, as I was watching his games, I kept writing down that, you know, natural hands catcher just just has a good feel for the game coming out of the backfield as a receiving option. So, uh, you know, not in this game nowadays, obviously, we saw guys like Kamara, uh, Christian McCaffrey, these these hands that these backs that possess these hands. This is these guys, of course, are in in demand. So for me, John Kelly, you know, another notable box that gets gets checked off.
1: Yeah, and on top of just his ability to catch the football, because I think that gets talked a lot about, you know, he's catching the ball like a wide receiver in terms of he can catch the ball away from his body, he can exactly hide right. with the football, you know, he can catch and turn his head up field, he looks the ball in. But also, like, his routes are very good. He can, mm-hmm. He's going to win all day with linebackers one-on-one in space. And we've really seen that impact in the NFL and how guys like Kamara – And McCaffrey just absolutely changed offenses by being able to do that. And I think he has that ability. Like, there are not many guys. Alan Kamara is the one that pops in my head that are third-down backs that are going to run through your face as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So his skill set to me is really rare. Let's talk about his vision, though, because anytime you have a running back, you want to – you want a running back with vision. I think he does yeah. a really good job looking at cutback lanes, finding the hole, pressing the hole, and being able to bounce runs outside. What's your thoughts on his vision?
0: I'm I'm right there with you, bro. And I think again, uh, mentioned I mentioned it earlier. The the Tennessee offensive line last last year, man, in general was I mean it had to be one of the one of the bottom units you know across college football it was it was legitimately hard to hard to watch at times so that that's a that's a credit to someone like john kelly who's who's able to probably more due to also his kind of compact build he's able to kind of get skinny figure out what's going on at the line line of scrimmage quickly kind of diagnose and make those you know really important decisions really quickly. So again, vision is something that, that definitely stood. Out. I'm not sure you know it's it, it's elite vision, but it's definitely it's to the point where um, you know he's making things happen behind oftentimes, which was a you know a really kind of really kind of messy front.
1: I think his vision is more than good enough. I mm-hmm. don't think it's elite like you said. I yep. think that the thing is when he does make a mistake and he meets a defender in the second level, he then makes them miss or he yep. runs through their tackle. And his balance <laughs> is so impressive to me.
0: Agreed agreed and uh, and it kind of goes back to you know we obviously we we already mentioned alvin Kamara, we already mentioned kareem hunt those are those are two backs that i thought were top five options last year and i thought they were two backs that easily separated themselves from a strong class last year because of their balance alvin Kamara, in my opinion had the most obvious balance in the class it was first round balance as our friend kyle posey likes to point out man so so balance for me is such a such a critical trait for being a good running back and and one that obviously translates uh, of course to the next level so john kelly again goes back to his kind of muscular compact build able to run real low and and balance definitely stands out
1: there are a couple plays where he jukes a defender ends up leaving his feet because of Mm. the juke and he'll have a guy wrap his legs up in the air and then run through the tackle anyway
0: yeah yeah
1: and if you gave me a hundred tries to do that i would fall (laughs) flat on my face a hundred times and he just does it like it's no big deal
0: (laughs) effortless man out there
1: so do you have any concerns with this game because i mean i think we've talked about you know the power, the balance, the the vision, the uh, elusiveness, and the third down ability. I mean, to me, so far, it sounds like this guy is like yeah. a late first, early second round guy. Do you have any concerns?
0: Yep. No, I'm I'm right there with you as far as far as the grade. Again, he's currently my running back. I think you and I are more or less in, in in lockstep as far as our evaluation. He probably will go um, a little bit later than that. I mean, depending on, on on his combine. But for me, speaking of the combine for John Kelly, it, it, the only question I really have walking away and. I, more or less obvious in, in, in certain stretches is his long speed. Uh, NFL Draft Scout right now has him listed at four five three. I want to say so. Um, you know, for him, he's he's able to break away because, like you said, he's. He's got the feet, able to do some things in the open field, but I'm not sure he's, of course, not a not a 4-3. I'm not even sure he's a 4-4 guy. So for me, the only question that I have, really the one that I keep coming back to, is simply his long speed um, ability to kind of finish those home run type plays. I think there are three
1: things for me. I think long speed was the first on-field thing that I had concerns with because you saw a couple of times he wasn't able to run away from people. If yep. he runs sub four five, five, I'm thrilled because his aspect isn't long speed. I and- Totally agree. Totally agree. So let's talk about this in general, because the 40 is everyone's favorite thing to talk about at the combine, right? It's, it might be the most meaningless of all the major tests, but the ones that people get most excited about. And I think it comes back to making sure you don't double count something, right? Mm-hmm. So if you your evaluation of John Kelly on tape is that he has all these traits and he lacks elite speed, and then he goes out on the combine and he runs a 4.55, all that does is confirm what you see. It doesn't drop his draft
0: stock. Well
1: said. So. Like if he runs a four seven, you're like, oh. If he runs a four yep. three five, which he's not going to do, let me make that clear. You're <laughs> like, oh my god, this guy's a first round pick. Absolutely. So I have two things I want to talk about. One is you can't mention Kelly without the off field stuff, right? Yep. Like he did awesome. get arrested for smoking, um, in a car. But to me, that just says you know Le'Veon Bell or Garrett Blunt did that. Yep. We doesn't eliminate you from being a good player or make you a bad person. I just yep. think it was a dumb decision. Yep. So it sounds like we're we're on we're in sync there as well. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing is, can he be a three down back? Because that's yep. the thing that's holding me down from giving him a first round grade. Right. Like yep. as his season went on, his success went down. I think that has more to do with Tennessee's offense in general. Do you have any thoughts mm-hmm. on that?
0: was talking with uh, Matt Kelly uh fantasy mansion him and I were he's he's a bit lower on John Kelly than me and again it kind of came back to the three down viability. So we kinda chopped it a little bit there and actually got into a good conversation, a little a, a brief conversation with Sigmund Bloom on Twitter. Sigmund Bloom actually dropped a Duke Johnson comparison for John Kelly, which again I think it probably does have some some merit to it. Again, I think John Kelly um is a lot more of a physical runner. Um but it's hard to ignore what Duke Johnson was able to accomplish uh, in, in Miami and then of course kind of being glossed over in, in Cleveland or Hugh Jackson right now. But it's definitely an interesting comparison. Um, it, again, more or less comes back to the size, um, and and, and that's kind of going to be the talking point. I and I totally understand the folks that have you know obvious apprehensions due to Kelly's size. Uh, 5 nine isn't a number that's going to jump off paper. Just barely over two hundred pounds. So weigh is going to be important for him. It's not often that we see these smaller backs um, really have have success as a three down running back. But again, for John Kelly, despite, despite those kind of hindrances, so to speak, I keep coming back to the fact that the hands are there and just the physicality, man. It's probably kind of a lame, lame excuse. But I mean, this dude just pounds through people. I always see him falling forward again, kind of a kind of a cliche, but that's just the way that he runs. Um, and there was an interesting little little video. I saw how he really is. He, he takes up skateboarding during his time, you know, away from the football field. And he credits a lot of his ability to kind of glide and, and fall forward with his skateboarding background. Um, so you could definitely see that stuff kind of translating on the field. So for me, um, again, I'm naturally higher on him, so I'm probably a little bit more biased. But again, I, the way that he runs, man, uh, just as physical as he is, um, I, I really I, I'm, I'm definitely a bit higher. And I can see him in that in that three down rule.
1: So to quote Kelsey, the Eagles center. The underdog is the hungry dog, and that is the hungriest man on the field every single step. So is he going to get 20 to 25 carries a game? No, but no one in the NFL does that. Mm-hmm. I think he would thrive in that Alvin Kamara role. You know what I'm saying? 12 to Absolutely. 18 touches a game. He's getting involved in the receiving game. He's, he's getting carries inside the tackles. You're mm-hmm. setting them up in space. You're isolating them on linebackers. And he's kind of part of a committee, but he's part of the committee that takes your offense to the next level. Yep. Like, we keep talking about how the running back position is less valued in the NFL, and we talk about, well, the Eagles and Patriots didn't have anyone to the fourth round. Well, like, if you look at James White or Rex Burkhead and their receiving ability and what it brings to the Patriots' offense, Mm -hmm. like, it makes it very dynamic. And John Kelly brings that ability. So if you have to have me pick which ability I'm taking, the third down, or the two down i think the third down is more valuable and then he adds in you know he can handle 10 to 12 first and second down carries so i i think he's he's more than good enough for what his role is going to be i don't know if he's going to be a workhorse back but i don't necessarily know if that's what you're taking him
0: to be do you have a comparison for him yeah this is i think this is what i'm most excited to to hear you kind of break down admittedly i'm i'm I I struggle with comparisons in general, man. It's 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 so hard, man, because it's so subjective and you know, people, especially when you when you share, when you share your comparison on the timeline, you get 10, 15 people jumping on your throat right away. Oh my god, like what are you what are you talking about? So I I tend to stay away from that. I will say though, obviously we talked about the the Duke Johnson comp that Sigmund threw out there. I have read, I think it was Matt Waldman, shared a, a a mod Bradshaw one for John Kelly. I've also read like high-end, like a high-end comp would be like kind of a Maurice Jones Drew. I saw Doug, Doug Martin floated out there. So for me right now, man, really, I really don't know. I I know that I like him a lot, but I really don't have one written down at this point in time for as much as I like him. So I I would love to get your kind of take on that and kind of figure out where you, where you stand as far as comparisons concerned.
1: So I think it's fair. One of the things I've talked about a lot on this podcast is just because you compare someone to a player doesn't mean that that's what you think they're going to be, right? You're more comparing traits. So, for me, he's a slower Alvin Kamara. And that sounds like incredibly high praise. And people are going to say, well, you know what? You're just comparing the one Tennessee running back to the other. (laughs) I'm comparing a third down back that's going to get 12 touches a game that runs with Mm -hmm. great balance and power and can make a lot of plays in different aspects of your team's game. And, you know, he only really performed his junior year. He had flashes his sophomore year. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Tennessee's program in general was a mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was buried on that depth chart third string behind Kamara and Hurd and I just think that he got his time to shine and he really showed what he can do and I think that he can have a similar impact as Alvin Kamara and that sounds high on him but to me I guess if I had to go away from Kamara I would say Ahmad Bradshaw and Duke Johnson had a baby and his (laughs) name is his name is John Kelly John Kelly I like it man because he runs with Ahmad Bradshaw's physicality, right? Despite the fact yep. that he's smaller, but he's a much better receiver than Bradshaw is. Agreed. And Duke Agreed. Johnson had physicality, but not at this level, and he has awesome receiving ability. So if you give me Ahmad Bradshaw and <laughs> Duke Johnson's
0: baby, it might be Alvin Kamara. So. There you go. There so you that's kind of where no, I, I'm. I like it. No, I was just gonna say I think I think you're kind of you're kind of taking the, the best of all worlds there stylistically. Otherwise, I mean that's spot on.
1: And for the record, I'm not saying that John Kelly's going to come in and win Rookie of the Year and get 1,500 <laughs> yards and look like the greatest running back that's ever touched the face yeah, of the year. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's the kind of—he has that three-down ability and physicality. I just think Kamara's faster than him. So I think if you take away Kamara's long speed, you're getting John Kelly. And, you know, they're both dogs on the field, too, and I mean that with the, the most utmost uh, respect in terms Absolutely. of they'll let you know— that they're destroying you and embarrassing Absolutely. you and i love yes. that in football because that's what football is at the end of the day it's Absolutely, a man's game man. you
0: gotta you gotta get in their face and let you know so so right now as things currently stand and again i i hope i don't have to change things up too much uh, after the combine but right now i got john kelly in that four spot I, I know you and i briefly talked i think that's where you had him as well has anything changed for you where would you where would you currently rank kelly amongst amongst this uh this 2018 class
1: yeah, so I'm right there with you. Right now I have Barkley 1, Geist 2 as my two first-round guys, mm-hmm. and I have Michelle and Kelly right there. Yes. I have I have them very close to each other. Uh, Michelle's long speed probably gives them the slight edge for me. Yep, that's fair enough. But I, I really like both of them, and I th- think both of them are physical players. Mm-hmm. So right now I have him there, and I have Jones 5. And when this goes live, and I put that on Twitter, I'm going to get all kinds of hate mail because people are putting Jones <laughs> ahead of Uh, Barkley right now which by the way you need to calm down
0: but yeah man I'm
1: breaking Jones down on the podcast this week and I'm really excited to talk about him but do you do you have an ideal landing spot for John Kelly because I have one that I'm very excited about
0: yeah, I mean, again, as a uh, selfishly as a as a Raiders fan, man, for me that would be um that that would be a dream. I, I think where Kelly is going to go in the draft, uh, regardless of team, you know, kind of that third, fourth round, you know, hopefully, you know, he he deserves to go a bit higher, and hopefully he kind of rises that stock after Indianapolis. But selfishly, as as a Raiders fan, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty good spot as well. I, I know John Gruden has a history of, of course, his receiving backs getting him involved outside of Oakland, man. Again, selfishly, I kind of had the blinders on the whole time. Uh, I haven't really thought about too many other spots. So again, I would I would love to kind of get your get your two uh, your, your two cents on the situation. I
1: right, we're starting to get a little creepy in terms of how much we're on the same page here because <laughs> my ideal <laughs> landing spot is also being selfish, and I want that I want that man in New York and green right now. That's okay. I, I watched him and I was like, let me pair him up with Pal. Let me have two guys that can catch the ball and the Jets can start creating mismatches and have them both like on the him, football man. field. And they can both do the first and second down and kind of create a Mark Ingram, uh, Alvin kamara light situation where both guys can do all three things and I succeed like in all aspects of the game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, that's, that's my guy that I want on the Jets this year. I want that guy that brings attitude on my team. And the thing is, yeah. I think when people watch Kelly, they're going to be like, I want him on my team.
0: That's the guy I exactly want. Right exactly right and it goes back to like you were saying bro it's like when the way i mean there are certain runners out there you know there, there are a lot of good running backs and even some of those good running backs that you know that everyone kind of you know those consensus top guys some of those guys don't have you know they have they have a swag about them, sure, you know, and, and stuff like that, but there's not a ton of running backs that possess that kind of, there's not a lot of backs that possess that just like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run, I'm going to run over you, I'm going to run through you uh, by any means necessary. Like you said, man, it's just a pure dog in them. You know, Marshawn Lynch, again, I, I mentioned him earlier that he he's that kind of runner for me or, or has been during his career that run through dude's faces, you know what I mean? So not that trait, you know, sometimes it's harder to kind of quantify and stuff like that, but John Kelly definitely has that, you know, run over you in your face afterwards i'm going back to the sideline everyone's fired up you know what i mean so stuff like that brings a ton of value of course to a football team to an offense um so so that stuff just gets me fired up yeah it's really hard to quantify
1: but it's one of those things where you know it when you see it Mm -hmm. and when you watch him you can see it ryan i just want to thank you for coming on man this is a real pleasure I, i i learn a lot from you whenever we talk um where why don't you tell the people where they can find you
0: I'm on Twitter. I try to stay as active as possible. You can catch me on Twitter, at StillRyan5. And, of course, uh, as we mentioned earlier, man, I tend to write, especially during during draft season and stuff like that, over at Raiders Beat. Find me on there, man. Again, bro, really, really appreciate you having me out.
1: Yeah, man, anytime. We're going to have to have you come back and talk about another prospect. Maybe someone oh, yeah. we disagree a little bit on. Cause there we, you go. Because <laughs> we,
0: we were really, like, uh, spooky. We were in
1: sync, man. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. To the very end where we were both like, I want this guy on my team. <laughs> Guys, you can follow him on Twitter at StillRyan5. You can follow me on Twitter at Elliot Chris. Follow the pod at draft daily pod. We're on Google, iTunes, and Stitcher now. As always, guys, we really appreciate you listening. Thank you.